Um, this is Mordian, and I, you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, I'm Bruce. That's my partner, Rena. Hi, Mordian. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Looking awesome. Oh, <laughs> thank you. You, too. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Where are you at? Are you in Canada? No, I'm in Chicago. Oh, okay. So that means I thought you were north of there. What's it like over there? Is it opening up or is it still... Chicago's getting hit hard, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not totally sure about everything that's going on. I know I've heard some things that we might be shutting down again. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure. So, I mean, everything is seeming okay right now i know there's supposed to be shows happening but yeah i've heard talk of it shutting back down again unfortunately all right well we can just jump in if you want um did i lose you no i'm here okay looks like it froze but for fans or for those not familiar with uh mordian can you give us uh like the two seconds elevator pitch two second yeah two sentence sorry um i always like to say music for the darkened heart um, I think that my music is very personal and I hope that it appeals to people on that personal and soul level. Um, yeah, I don't really try to put myself in like boxes or label it. Um, so yeah, I would say music for the darkened heart and soul. Beautiful and poetic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Rainy, you want to start? Speaking, yeah, speaking of poetic... And you said that, you know, your music is very, very personal. Would you say it's sort of like poetry of your soul? Just, you know, pouring all of those stuff in there? Yes, absolutely. Um, I love poetry. And some of my songs start out definitely more as poems before I add the music. So, um, yeah, poetry is a big influence and love of mine. So, yeah. Yeah, so basically words come before the music, usually in your creative process? Um, it really depends. I feel like most of the time the words come first, lyrics, yes. Um, but sometimes the melodies come first and then I add the words after. So it really just depends. Do you think like, you know, when the words come first, do the words sort of evoke the melodies and then vice versa like you know that if, if you have a melody or whatever and you're building it then you know the words that fit to that melody sort of then just arise from you so just connect them yeah i mean writing is something that it comes to me very randomly and i can't just sit down and make myself write so um most of the time it's the words first and then the melodies kind of just flow naturally for me. Um, but other times I get a melody stuck in my head and I'm like, oh, I really like this. Um, and then I'll record that melody, whether on piano or guitar, and then try to craft a song around that. And then sometimes the words will come naturally also, but I never try to force it. So some songs that I have, um, you know, demos that I hope to eventually use are just instrumental. And hopefully uh, the words will come when they do eventually yeah yeah <laughs> and they will when it's time they will yes <clears throat> do you find it so, yeah go ahead sir sorry i was gonna say do you find it 
extremely vulnerable and difficult to put yourself into your songs and put yourself out there like that? Um, no. I think that's something that when I was younger was a little difficult for me. Um, but I've become very comfortable in my vulnerability and showing that to other people through my music. And I think it's an important thing to capture in music and most of the music that I love has that vulnerable aspect to it. And I think that's something special that people can really resonate with. Right. And especially in the times that we're living in, when you can connect with somebody and impact them some way, it's, it's good, I believe. Oh yeah. Okay. So you have, you have a very strong voice and like a very versatile, very, you know, technically very, very good stuff with your singing. Is this something that you like studied or, or is it just something that comes naturally? Um, well, I've been singing for a very long time. I've always loved it. Um, but I took lessons kind of on and off throughout my life. Um, I haven't taken in a few years though, and I do want to go back to it and just try to improve my vocals further. It's, you know, I think it'll be a lifelong thing. I always want to try and get better and improve. Um, but yeah, yeah, I took lessons for a short time when I was probably like seven or eight. And then, um, yeah, just kind of on and off with different teachers. But I learned some important things that really helped me get a good foundation and things that I still use to this day. Um, but I think overall, when I'm singing, and especially um, during the writing process, when I'm, you know, figuring out melodies, I never try to, and I, I'm not really sure if this is a good or a bad thing, but I never get technical with it. I try not to, and I just like to let it flow and just go with what is I Is that a conscious effort? Um. Well, I'm saying that trying to get technical about the way yeah. that we is not, I try to not do that consciously. Right. Just focus on um, the melodies that feel good for me to sing. Right. Um, yeah, something that I've never really tried to do in my music so far um, is like put certain melodies in just because I think that they show off my range or things like that. I right. never do that. And I just try to stick with what I feel is feels good for me to sing and feels right. Gotcha. When you are, when you're writing, are you writing at all with the live setting in mind? Or are you writing just the songs for the songs? Um, just the songs for the songs. Yeah. Um, Live setting isn't something I've ever really thought about when writing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, maybe in the future, but yeah, not so far. I just write to write. Awesome. So do, you, uh, do you have a lot of live shows or is that something you enjoy doing? Um, I do not have any live shows lined up right now. Um, it would be awesome in the future, but for me, it's kind of a, I'm in a, uh, purgatory of sorts with that right now, where probably about, you know, half the music that I'm making is softer, um, and more orchestral, whereas the other half of the music is heavy. And so I feel like 
I find it difficult to imagine that in show setting and how to make it work. And I would have to kind of go with one or the other, I feel like, in terms of the music, because I wouldn't be comfortable with doing things by myself with a backing track or piano um, and then bringing a band on for songs and vice versa. I just think that really... So, yeah, that's something that I've given thought to. I would love to do shows, but it's just a matter of trying to make that fit, so... I saw that you do, I mean, you do a lot of other stuff besides Mordian, but what is your connection to the Red Opera? And can you explain that a little bit? So the Red Opera is by Dia Morte. That's the band that I'm in. And um, the Red Opera is an album. And we are hoping to be doing some shows maybe the end of this year if we're lucky otherwise definitely in 2022 um but what you've probably been seeing online a lot is about the rpg yeah that's what i was yeah so the rpg is going along with the storyline of the album and the music and the diamorte world um so yeah i know the game books just got shipped out so that's exciting i'll be getting mine soon and you'll probably see some um live streams of us playing the game so yeah oh really like a twitch kind of thing yeah interesting so do you write for that do you write for i know this is not more dream but this is you so we can still talk about do you write the music for the for the game or was the music written no the game so all the music um, of Diamorte is written by Drake Mephesta, um, and he's the founder. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I did not have a role in writing any of the songs. I'm just performing them. So pretty cool. All right, so back to Morty. Rita? Still there? What you got? I'm on still on uh, There's like a garbage truck or something. Oh, like, no worries. <laughs> so I've just muted myself. So uh, I don't, I don't mess it up, <laughs> but so tell us a little bit more about that creative process. So we know that you like or love poetry and we know that words usually come first, but you know, when you start building a song, when, when, when do you know, like, what does it need? Is it just going to be you and the piano or does it need more layers and so on? And who do you sort of turn to for ideas or, or opinions when, when you are in the middle of that process? Um, I mean, first and foremost, myself, but I have friends that I'll ask for advice sometimes on song ideas. Um, Also, my producer is very helpful. Um, But as far as the creative process um, and layering and such, I think that most of the times when I am writing a song, it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, this is usable or it's something that may have to be reworked in the future. Um, So like I have sort of a collection of songs that are just sitting that I'm not using or um, in the process of making right now. And then I have songs that are in the process. um, And I hope eventually I'll be able to maybe use some of those other songs I was saying, I think are not usable. but yeah, I think my songs usually get to a certain point where 
I like them enough that I would want other people to hear it. <laughs> That's the main factor is, um, you know, is this more like, is it something that I would potentially be proud of or that I would be okay with other people hearing? Um, I think that's kind of how I pick and choose them. Um, but when it comes to like what style I want to go with, I think I already know as I'm writing the song, like what, how the vibe is going to be um, instrumentally. Um, but there's always room for transformation. And I think the biggest changes usually happen as um, I'm working on the song with my producer. And a lot of times, like all of a sudden it'll just be like light bulb. <laughs> and I'll be right. like, you have this. And then sometimes that, really can turn the song around or just add completely different a new layer so yeah it really depends but i think the biggest changes happen while we're in the process of recording not always in the writing do you sit down intentionally to write i said you write two different styles intentionally to write like on the softer side or on the harder side or do you just sit down the right and see where it ends up yeah the latter i usually just go with what feels right um for instance on my latest song january moon it started out with just the uh first part with the acoustic guitar and then i was like just messing around one day uh on my electric and i was like i just hit record from the demo that i already had for the acoustic part and just started like jamming out some chords and i was like this is weird but i kind of like it like the action together yeah, and it grew on me, and I was kind of iffy about it for a while, but I ended up going with it, and that that like goes back to what I was saying about how uh, would I be okay with people hearing it? <laughs> so at first, January moon, I was like, mm, I don't know, like maybe this idea is kind of stupid, <laughs> but then I was like, no, nah, I like it, and hopefully other people will like it too. So I ended up going with it, but yeah, because I think at the end of the day, you have to create what what you like and i mean Rena's an artist as well you create what you like and worry about if somebody else likes it right in order for it to be honest at least anyway yeah absolutely um i never write for others i don't know if that sounds like i don't mean to sound rude in any way but yeah i mean right. i write for no, myself to myself um or to others it really depends um there's so many different things that inspire me that I write about. So um, I have trouble like fine tuning that down to when people ask what my influences are, I'm like everything. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, honesty is a huge factor in my songwriting and just being as open and raw as possible as the writing flows. And I try not to, Uh, Like I was saying about how songs that kind of go in the pile of, I don't know if I'm going to use them or something. I usually try to, when I get uh, into writing a song that I think could definitely go, you know, out in the world, I try to never um, mess with it after writing it. I like to try and preserve the, um, the momentum of writing that was in those moments i try to not go back and nitpick about certain words unless i really need to but yeah i think that i try to keep that um preserving the moment and time of when i wrote it is something that's really i I also think that keeps it more honest as well right 
Yes. Agreed. Rena? On mute, and I'm back. Okay. What kind of garbage <laughs> trucks do you have that are still going by your house? Was it a train? Uh, yeah, it's a garbage train because, you know, <laughs> are a filthy people. Right. You know? <laughs> but no, no, no. I, I think I'm good. This is, we've gone gone very much in depth with, with uh, Morty and stuff, and it's all been very interesting. But we would also like to share the information on how new fans can find you online. So if you have like social media accounts, where, where can they find your music and so on? So everything on my socials is Mordian official. So Instagram, it's at Mordian underscore official. Um, that's also the Twitter. And then the Facebook is just Mordian official. And then you can listen to my music on Spotify, Apple music, pretty much everywhere. Um, and then it's Mordian.bandcamp.com. That is perfect. I hope that wasn't too bad. I hope was that okay? Did you oh hear? yeah, we got a lot of information. Great. That was beautiful. All right, thank so, you. Thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. Hell yeah! Thank you. Be safe and be well. You too. Lovely to meet Bye. you. Later. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and, in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.